man flu. I have a cold right now. You got over your cold from last week? Uh, yes, I just got over my cold. And you just got one? I woke up yesterday, two days ago, with like sore throat and that like mucus drip in the back of my throat. And I was like, oh no, yes. here it is. And then I did a CrossFit competition yesterday with Ryan um, on like just a bunch of Dayquil and some ibuprofen and a lot of caffeine. I was like, I was like, we're just, we're just doing it, fucking doing it. And then uh, all last night I was like, just razor blades in my throat oh. and had to go do all my like home health visits and all that stuff today, which is fine. I bought some maximum strength Dayquil to take while I was on the road because that's safe. And uh, I'm like hopped up on all that <laughs> stuff. And then I call right on my way home and I'm like, God, I got to get a nap in. I just got to lay down before I talk to Kevin. He's like, oh, I just got up from a nap. I'm a little tiny bit stuffy. Oh, and I was like, if you aren't swallowing razor blades, like, I don't want to talk about it. So we're not, like, not discussing it. But, we, are, we are not at the same place. Yeah, we are not at the same place. But I really think reading through this, there is some truth to that. I will probably feel probably mostly better tomorrow. Like, I'm pretty good for two to three days on a cold. Um, if Ryan comes down with this, he might not work next week. I mean, just to be honest, he could be home all week. It could I, be bad. I've got to tell you, yeah, the, so the whole man flu thing, which man flu obviously is like the, the basically it's just a joking like faux condi- like, like condition that like basically men put themselves know, in. I think there is truth to it. Well, I mean, I'm saying from uh, um, society, right? Society has, you know, it, it's a derogatory word, man flu, yes. which is just means that like, you know, like like a guy gets sick and he's like on the couch and he's like, oh my god, I can't move. And women are always like, you know, like that's you're, you know basically like you're BSing. You're just trying to get like extra help, um, extra yeah. care that we don't normally that women don't normally get. Which is which is all kind of I mean it's all kind of true in a sense. But I will say that I don't get sick that often. But when I do, I get like sick. I get like very, I get very sick and. My wife, Abby, always, you know, she gets sick and it's like, you know, she's like, boom, back. Me, I, it's a, it comes on slow. I feel it. There's an arc to it. It's a couple of days. It's always, it's always pretty bad. She always just seems to kind of bounce back or, so I just attribute that, I always just attribute that just to like her being, I don't know, whatever, just a better immune system or something. But this article is showing that like they're, maybe a there there with 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 the man flu that maybe men do um have a I, it was a little bit some of the some of the wording was confusing it was it, well overall it was like basically like men could there, there's a case to be had that men have a poor response to the flu but like the how they got there sometimes was a little bit confusing in terms of the, like like we have like a less like we have a less response to right um yeah i took it as um you know i guess the the key points i pulled out of the article um were that there is probably there is a difference in um our immune response that does seem to be linked to um like hormone mediated uh so -hmm. that if you have higher levels of testosterone you don't seem to mount quite as good of an antibody response at least initially to uh-huh. the common cold and flu viruses um 
And, and then, and if you're more estrogen predominant hormone wise, um, you do tend to mount a little better, uh, autobot, um, autoimmune antibody, antibody response, um, to the common cold and the flu. Um, yeah, but, but then the downside of that is probably with the higher estrogen levels, you do get a little stronger antibody response that lets you respond to those illnesses more quickly. Um, but you have a little higher, um, what do I want to say? Autoimmune disease rates in females okay. with estrogen. So does that make sense? Like you, you, you turn on your, um, immune system a little more quickly to fight off these kind of common cold virus strains, but because you have maybe a little more hypersensitive immune system, then you're a little more likely to have autoimmune diseases, maybe compared to men. Like, so, like wait, autoimmune diseases, you mean like lupus or like, oh, I, what, like can't, you know, I don't know. What, what, yeah, what, do they, you, what does autoimmune kind of like go into? Um, That's what they said. Like you have a little higher than like inflammatory, an autoimmune response. Um, so yeah, so I think lupus, I think rheumatoid arthritis, um, maybe some of the like Hashimoto thyroiditis stuff where your immune system kind of attacks the um, thyroid body. Yeah, yeah. Because so that's, that's what we're saying, right? A cyto like like women could have, look, because because women's um, immune systems may fire faster, they could also maybe have like a cytokine like whatever hurricane or whatever so that like it doesn't it does attack like better and quicker but then it also could do it like more um and like fat you know whatever more often and more severe which like you said it could give you an autoimmune disease or whatever an autoimmune yeah i don't know issue yeah yes that's i think that's exactly the perfect way to explain it that's what i kind of took from this um and Interestingly, uh, the men who then might not respond, well, the testosterone-driven response, right, might not respond as quickly to some of these cold viruses. So they might get a little bit more sick with them um, yeah. compared to women. And it might take them longer to get over them because their immune response to them is, is slower. Um, so they have higher rates of like morbidity and mortality from the flu and like pneumonia and hospitalizations from that stuff, which... I guess I didn't. I didn't really know that. I'd never thought about that. I I would agree in my in my subjective kind of personal life and in my urgent care setting and my primary care practice. I would definitely say that um, men do appear more sickly when they come in with these with viruses and the flus, and they do tend to linger longer. That I would say I, I definitely noticed that, but um, I hadn't like extrapolated that out to look at like higher hospitalization rates. But the data shows that so. Yeah, there's a so, trade-off, you know. So do you? Like, so you, Do you think so? When so now, I guess when men, maybe like when men come in for, you know, you know to see you when they're sick, are are you going to have a little bit more, uh, like a little softer spot for them, a little more like care, or is it like still like no? get over it <laughs> um, you're, you're a baby get back to work <laughs> no um get back to work you don't need to be here no that i think i try to check that for both both male male and female clients right i try to try to kind yeah. of um keep that that commentary um i will say i think um women come in a little more 
frequently to seek primary care. You know, they interact more often, I think, with the healthcare system in general than men. And when I typically do see a man in my office for some illness type thing, he usually is a lot sicker. I, mean, I don't think they really? come in as quickly. But when they when they do come in, they are they they really don't feel well. And that's me being like big, very blanketed stereotype, just putting it out there. Um, so it's you know, I don't mean that. Well that actually that that actually brings up a good point because one of the things the article one of the things that the researcher was saying was that like, you know, as like a mitigating circumstance was like, well, also do I know that I would never especially prior to getting like cancer, I mean I would never go to the doctor. I mean, I, I mean, I would go for like my whatever, like my, you know, once yearly thing. But if I got sick or something, I wouldn't like I wouldn't just go to the like, you know, so that's a, there's, a, there's a case for that, too, is also like are, you know, do men just not tend to not go until they really are really sick, you know? Yeah, I I think if again, if I was to just throw out like a big generalization statement, I would say yes. I don't think they do not come in as early um, or as often. And so when they do present, they are going to more likely to have pneumonia than just the upper respiratory cold is what I've seen anecdotally. Um, or women, I think, probably come in to talk about that a little bit more quickly. And maybe that's just a, so, you know, a societal norm that that's like an accepted thing, that that's something women can do and men are trying to tough it out. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that guys are t are like, I mean, I, I mean, that I mean that makes sense too because like guys are always like, you know, like, you know, hey, tough it out. You're not that sick. You're not that bad. Um, yeah. So I think, like you said, I think socially, men definitely don't go to the doctor very often. Um, so, and I, you know, like you said, I think women probably do. Um, I think women are more in touch with her because also because women have just more going on, right? Like with like, whatever you know monthly things and like you know i don't know I, I don't know like like there's a lot more going on down there the guy is pretty simple you know women have to go see more doctors so i think there's like a more like like women are more are used to being like okay like 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 first of all maybe even just knowing like when something's off or like being maybe more just in touch with their own like body in terms of like like this doesn't feel right um and then, like I said, men are much more just like, hey, like you only go when you either like break something or like you have like a physical or something. So, yeah, maybe that. Yeah, I mean, that, that definitely, it definitely, it, it makes sense logically. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I think you're right. It does. Um, I think women also, again, if we're just following all the like usual stereotypes, are more often to be a caretaker um, for their parents, for their friends, for their own children, for their partner. Um, I think they just kind of fall into that role more often. And so, it, you know, they just want to get better more quickly so that they can continue caring for others, if that makes sense, you know? Um, so that's, I don't know, that's what often what I feel like. I just like, I, I can't be sick. Kids are going to school and, you know, my mother-in-law has a doctor's appointment that I had said I would take her to and I have this going on, you know? Um, so you might be a little more often to try to come in more quickly to just get something evaluated or nip it in the bud sooner, um, where I think you're right, men might tough this out um, a little longer. And then going, you know, looking at this data, these this abstract review, um, they do end up probably being sick a little longer with the common cold and the common flu and having it um, end up being a little bit worse. 
now, now looking now looking at the um at the uh the BMJ, the British uh medical journal, right? So this gets into the guy who the guy who did the original article is Kyle Sue and he is a clinical um assistant professor in family medicine and he is up in Alberta, Canada. Um so we have to also mention that like like all right so this was published in like a I mean British uh medical journal is a like it's a good journal, right? It's a mm-hmm. so but if you look at his sources, I mean it's not like it's it's not like this has been like um this has not been studied to the nines. Like like it, he like he did write this, but this is based on basically like some like nasal like cell studies, some mouse studies. Um so basically there to me there's enough here to say like this should be studied more. Um you know, it definitely doesn't seem like it was like um it definitely doesn't seem like it was like it wasn't like a hard like this was a three year study done with like a thousand different like you know you know patients or whatever. It was like this is like this is all extrapolated from basically some like promising but also skimpy models. So um you know Yeah, to, no I have to put that out there. Yeah, I I agree with you. Um, I thought his article was interesting, definitely. And then um, kind of like you did, went down and looked at the um, the sources and the sightings and then just did a little more kind of reading and Googling around. And um, I think where some of the research is, is going maybe more in this direction is just looking at that difference in that immune response, the yeah. hormone-driven, hormone-driven, immune differences and immune response. Um, And one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting is looking at um, like women mounting a better auto auto body autoimmune response to the flu vaccine. Um, And so then therefore maybe getting a little bit more protection from vaccines. So then are we extrapolating that out? Like maybe there isn't just a one size fits all vaccine. Maybe there should be different ones for people who have higher testosterone um, versus higher estradiol. It's, I don't know. That's what it just made my yeah. mind go to. Like, well, maybe there is, you know, it, it, yeah, it's kind of a fluffy little topic. The man flu, is it a thing? But when you do drill down, there are some sex hormone related differences in our immune system. And so, yeah, it, leads yeah. To, it, le- it definitely leads to the bigger question of is there a response difference between men and women? Does estrogen versus testosterone play a role in like, infection rates or recovery um you know amount of disease in the body um i think if i was going to like commission this study i would want to also know like was like you know i want to know women like married women versus single women right because because once again the social factor of this moms i mean i listen i can tell you from i mean i don't have to tell you you are also a mother um, hold on. Let me mansplain motherhood to you, <laughs> mother of three, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I know that from like from like our, my wife's friends and like and whatever people in our groups, like obviously the mothers are always like the caretakers. They are the doers. So you're right. There really isn't like like women just like don't allow themselves to get as sick or whatever or fight through it more because. You know, the kids are no matter, listen, if I'm sick, the kids aren't coming near me. 
first of all, I'm a grouch. Second of all, like I'm closed off. Like I'm in my room. But like, if Abby's sick, like they're jumping on her head. Like they, you know, like they, like no matter what, they are with her. So yeah, yeah. there is that level too that you have yeah. to be like, okay, I would want to know, see like like married women versus like single women. Um, but it, it should be studied though because it looks like like you said, like the, like the preliminary stuff looks like there could be something here and that like you said that that's definitely something that needs to be studied in terms of like do we need gender you know like should there be gender specific um vaccines for things you know i, I don't know i mean you know maybe there right, should be right. or um looking at treatment of autoimmune diseases in development of kind of bigger pharma big pharma meds for those right should yeah. there be some of those be more um, sex hormone related or do have ways that they would bind or interact better with the different sex hormones to make them more effective? I mean, I suppose maybe that could be going on already and I'm just that behind on the research, but. No, um, I, I've seen, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm continually surprised how many times a study will be like done and it like, it, it seems to just be like, like completely not taken into account, like, you know things that are like kind of like screaming in the face of like well you like are you accounting for these factors and they're kind of like no we just you know <laughs> nope we just did the study it's like great yeah. this is like not helpful um and, i mean i mean if you're i mean like things like weight and things like sex in my opinion need to be taken need to be major parts of all these like you know i mean obviously in dosing and stuff you know you know things like weight and stuff are but if you're gonna take a weight into consideration i mean you should definitely be looking at you know, you know, differences in, in, you know, men and women. I mean, it just seems like there's, listen, maybe, maybe 90% of the time there's nothing, but maybe that 10%, there's a big, you know, maybe there is something big there. Well, that's at the, I mean, we speaks, I guess, way back to the core of, of medicine and the research, right? Where they didn't do any, women weren't included, women and children, children for some obvious reasons, just being, um, you know, a higher risk population for, you wouldn't want to just do research on them. But, um, but yeah, they were mostly, everything was just on white men, right? Yeah. So not even did they not include women or, or kiddos or pregnant women, but there was no speak to, um, yeah, just ethnicity and um, gender. They left just kind of all of that out. So yeah. I think that's been something that's, you know, coming around, right? They, um, the study that just pops in my mind, I don't even know the study, but the um, Ambien, um, Zolpidem, which is a sleeping pill. I think most people have heard of it. It was really highly um, advertised, if you will, maybe, I don't oh, know, yeah. what, 10 years ago-ish? Yeah, um, yeah, and all of that dosing and all the initial studies were done with men um, and women weren't metabolizing it as fast. And they were getting their levels of the drug were building up and they were having the complications of like the, the sleep driving. Right. And the, like, just like, um, yeah, not fully waking up and getting up the next day and going about their life with still a pretty heavy dose of this, this medication in their system that was, um, compromising their, you know, their, their daily function. It wasn't safe. They shouldn't have been driving. Jeez, and, that's that's um, crazy. You know, they were forgetting things that they did and, you know, um, and so they re-looked at all that data and then um, the dose for women, the recommended dose for women was, came out. It was different than men. They had like a, you know, they readjusted that, but it was kind of like, well, 
like, duh. I mean, that was in yeah. the 2000s, like, <laughs> you know, um, and so, right. So we think about weight, but I mean, obviously I think the, this little man flu kind of fluff data is like, there's something more with the hormones and, you know, it's, they're probably even deeper than that. Right. This just touches yeah. on the immune system, but, um, yeah, I just, I think there's lots, there's, yeah, there's lots underneath all of this. So interesting so think, to me. I think, so I think the verdict, so what do we think the verdict on man flu is, is, is man flu, do we think man flu is, is a thing or not? Is it, is it more, is it more, is it more true or is it more trash? Um, I, you know, I, I think it's true. I hate to say that, don't I? Cause I just want to be like, oh, you're just a freaking baby. Um, I want to say, you know what I would say, this is different. You're interesting. Cause you say you go away, right. And you just get crabby and you want to be left alone. My husband kind of does the opposite. He's like out on the couch, you know, flailing, wallowing in his misery with boxes of Kleenex and tissues and five glasses half drank out of. And I'm like, you're, you're clearly sick. Like we, we all see it. We've all now seen it because you're right here around all of us. You know, just go <laughs> to the bedroom, shut yourself in. Like I text me what you need. I will bring it to you. Just shut the door. Don't come out for three days. Um, but he can't, right. He needs, he wants the comfort of, uh, being, you know, being around us. So it's lonely in there. Nobody's talking to me <laughs> because you're sick. It's like, um, anyway, that's just, I don't know. I just anecdotally, right. I, I would love to just be shut in my room for two days and have nobody come in and let me just get better. Yeah. And I want to, I want to give that to him and basically be like, <laughs> quit blowing your nose and coughing and all of the rest of us. We don't want to look like, just go. Um, but he doesn't want to, it's just a different, I know it's also just interesting, different ways people want to be uh, recognized and comforted. Right. And feel felt cared for. I think he doesn't feel, I feel like I'm giving him a gift to say, I will do everything. Just go to the bedroom and get better. And yeah. he feels isolated and unloved because we're not caring for him when he's just shut in there. So I don't know. Oh yeah. No, no. It's to total opposite. Right. I, 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 yeah. I'm shut, yep. shut me away. Put put you know put me in a room with 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 uh, with the Kleenex in a bag, and I will sit mm -hmm. there and I will come out when I'm ready. But but yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. And I, unfortunately, I'm also that way with my kids. So like, <laughs> so also same to them. I'm like, okay, why don't you go away? I was like, stop touching everything. <laughs> I was like, don't please do not get me sick. Yeah. Um. So yeah, well, I think listen, like like we said, the article. The article, I don't know. I'm going to say this is, in my opinion, I'm going to say it's true-ish. There's I'm gonna, yeah, about halfway. There, there's looks like there's something there. There's a there there to be studied. What the guy based his study off of was not like, I, well, it was just like, I mean, like I said, it was like mouse models and like, and like Petri dish stuff. So it's like, you know, it's certainly like interesting and it certainly should be investigated more. Um, but in itself, I think it's not definitely conclusive that like man flu is a thing. So I'm going to say man flu is something, but also your husband could be a baby. <laughs> that's, like, a, that's perfect. That's a perfect summary. Yes. yes. <laughs> I think it, I think it is. I'm with you. I think it is true ish. I and mean, there probably is some enough data about the initial immune response that differs based on your predominant sex hormone makeup yeah. um being you know um and that that is a thing that happens and so probably men might feel slightly worse and because they don't you know mount the response quite as quickly and probably are sick 
a little bit longer. Yeah. And I and there is truth that they I think they do delay seeking medical care compared to women. 100%. And so they probably do end up sicker in the long run. If they're, you know, if they're really going to get sick, they really do get sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Well, good. Oh, well, all right. Well, then, well, the, well, all you guys out there, you can tell your significant others man flu is a thing. Um, just, I guess maybe just don't try to milk it too much because then she might smack you in the head or, you know, so, you know, walk the line, walk the line with it, you know, don't go too far. Don't go too far. Buys you a couple extra days, but not weeks. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, um, so thank you for listening to this, uh, episode, our manful episode. Um, you can reach, uh, Sarah has a, has her private practice. Um, you can reach her at, uh, www.truepathwellnessvermont or vt.com. Are you, are you taking new patients right now still or? I, yes. Yes, yes. I'm still uh, not fully at capacity, hoping to be there soon. And then it would be adding people to a wait list. Um, but yeah, truepathwellnessvt.com. Uh, if you want to hear more of more of my thoughts on the man flu or any other, you know. <laughs> man flu and all other ailments. You can. Uh, right. You can, you, can, you can hit Sarah up. You can. Uh, and I think I think right now even, you know, right. I think you're, you've also been really good about um, even being able to fit people in like on on somewhat short notice. Right. Like, um, so I don't know how long that will be. That will last until you get your full practice up. But um, but hey, right now, you know, you're it's a it's a it, you're catching mm-hmm. at a good time. So so head over to. True Path Wellness VT. Um, join her practice, ask her questions, and then uh, we will see you next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye bye. Hi, thank you.